Vibrant. 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 Music teaching. Proven and practical tips, strategies, and ideas for, for music, music teachers. teachers. You're listening to the Vibrant Music Teaching Podcast. I'm Nicola Canton, and in this episode, we're looking at great repertoire for adult students. Hey there, beautiful teachers. Welcome back to the show. All of this month, we're talking about older beginners and adult students. And today, what I want to dive into is repertoire for older students. I'm going to give you some specific recommendations in a moment. But first, let's just look at why you would need different repertoire for your older beginners, your older students. The thing about repertoire selection is it's not based on the student's level. We have to take into consideration the student's level, of course, but for our students, it's based on their interest. That might sound obvious, but when you dive into beginner repertoire, you'll come across a lot of stuff that's actually designed for kids. It sounds the way kids would want it to sound. It sounds like folk tunes or simple kids' songs. And that's not what adult students have in their oral palate. That's not what they listen to. Adult students have spent a lifetime listening to all different types of music, hopefully. They have specific ideas about what music they like the sound of, and they're used to more interesting harmonies in a lot of cases. Mary Had a Little Lamb, in other words, is just not going to cut it. We need to find repertoire that our adult pianists, our adult amateurs, will really appreciate, really love to play, be proud to produce. And when you get into this idea of looking for more interesting harmonies, that can be challenging, for sure, because if you want it to be accessible to read and to play, it's harder to make it work when they want something in a new age film music style, or they want rock music, or whatever it is that they're into. But the options are out there, and very clever composers and arrangers have put these things together in a way that is accessible and sounds great. The most important thing about any repertoire for any older students, teens and adults, is that you give them choice. I say teens and adults, I would say anywhere from age nine up is where this starts to become a big factor. Students want ownership over what they're learning. They want to have a say. This doesn't mean you need to give them free reign or just let them choose whatever they want. And it doesn't even mean you need to ask them what they would like to learn and leave it that open. In a lot of cases, simply giving them a choice between a few suitable options is going to make them feel that much more invested in their repertoire and motivated to learn it. So no matter whether you're including pieces that are from this list, the four options I'm going to share with you today that my adult students love, or others that you have in your arsenal, no matter what you're talking about, give your student a choice of, say, three to five books. Anytime they're going to have a new selection, new supplemental book or new collection of repertoire, give them three to five choices. You can just send them an email or post it in the practice app or whatever suits with three to five options for books that they might like to learn from. 
you should include links to listen to these, because obviously looking at the music is not going to mean a whole lot to adults and to beginners. So include links to either the publisher's website or YouTube videos that they can listen. For almost every book nowadays, you can find at least some of the pieces on YouTube. So even if they can't listen to the full book, they can get a taste of it. But in a lot of cases, it's a full book up there. So <laughs> teachers have been putting together various things to showcase, you know, all sorts of books. So there's often great options up there. Find some way that they can actually listen to it and then send them that list of links, three to five options. And then encourage them to listen maybe two or three times, if possible, to those books before they make a selection. You want them to really consider their options. I like to also put an assurance in to adults that I promise they're all at the same level, even if some sound harder or easier to you. Don't choose it based on that. Just pick the ones you love the sound of because they're all at your level. And then ask them to get back to you with their selection before the next lesson. This ensures that your adult is learning something that they love, that they're not just being polite because they think you love something, which has happened to me. (laughs) Where adult students were just trying to spare my feelings somehow. I don't know. I didn't write the pieces. I don't care if you don't like them. (laughs) But anyway, it ensures that they're not trying to spare your feelings in some way or just are too embarrassed to tell you they're going to have that choice and they're going to choose something that they like from those selections. So make sure it's a varied set of pieces, set of books. Now let's get into a few perennial favourites, a few books that, in my studio at least, adults have loved. The first one is by Rick Robertson. It's called Kaleidoscope. Kaleidoscope, there are three volumes as far as I'm aware. The one I've used the most is volume one. Not because it's my favourite, I do love it, but I love all of them. They all sound fantastic, but The volume one is obviously the easiest level, and that's the rarest thing to find. So those are all in a five-finger sort of position, but in varied ones. You know, they'll be in D minor or something. They're not going to be just C position. So they're moving around a lot within the book. A lot of them use pedal, but it's generally direct pedal or like even holding it down for the whole piece or long sections at least. So it's not tricky technique-wise in terms of pedaling. And they all have rich, beautiful harmonies, and they all have that film music feel, or new age feel, that a lot of adult amateurs are after. That's what a lot of students want to play, is that type of music. And they can't even tell you that that's what they're after, like they don't always have the vocabulary for it. So this is where sending those links is so important, because if you send them that link, include, you know, a whole list and put Kaleidoscope in there, And some of them will say, oh my gosh, that's it. That's exactly what they were looking for. But they weren't able to tell you. They weren't even able to tell you that they were looking for something that you weren't providing. But when they hear it, they're captivated. They can't believe they can play something that sounds like that. But actually, you know, it's pretty simple. And they can absolutely learn it. So that's Kaleidoscope by Rick Robertson. He has a couple of great videos on YouTube, so definitely look those up or check out the post that goes along with this podcast episode on the Colorful Keys blog for that. The next one is Rote Repertoire, which is by Samantha Coates. So Rote Repertoire is not a book. It's a site where you can purchase different packs or single pieces or membership. I have the full membership 
so I can access all of the pieces. And I love using all of them. I love having the full access to that. The way these pieces work is they come in three levels. So there's a level one, two, and three. Each level adds on something extra. So for example, you know, it'll be just a left hand and then there'll be a right hand that goes in the rests of the left hand. And then the third level will add a bit that goes up an octave or add a different rhythm or, you know, it'll vary. But they're just a, really a variation on the original theme. These are fantastic for working on reading. That's why Samantha designed them, is that you start with the level one, you learn that by rote, and then you look at the music and you look at the level two music and you spot the difference and start to make the associations of the pattern. So this is a great thing for adult students as well to be able to see demystifying reading. A lot of adult students have this idea that reading music is something so complicated, so beyond them. <laughs> and it's not at all, it's a very simple system. So that does help to demystify that. I've also been using them in a different way lately in terms of oral work. And I'll post the link to the video about that again with the post that goes along with this episode on the blog. There's two different ways to use it. The original way is, is based on reading and analyzing patterns, visual patterns, but I've also been using it for oral work. So depending on which way, which your adult needs to work on more, both would be great options. The reason I wanted to mention them here, though, is not because of the fantastic system that Samantha has for these pieces and their unique design and the fact that you can buy individual pieces or memberships. It's because they are so catchy. <laughs> They're varied in style and genre, for sure. But all of them, pretty much without exception, are earworms. They're something that gets stuck in my head. Like, they're, when I go for a walk with my husband, if I'm humming something, it's often a Samantha Coates wrote repertoire piece. I'll just be, and I'll have made up my own words to it or something, and I'm just doodling along, you know, and he's saying, what's that? That Oh, that's, that's Sam again, because uh, he met her when we were over in Sydney. So they do get stuck in your ear, in a good way, though. They're really catchy, and that's great for adults because sounds great. They're great pieces. And also because adult students often have trouble with rope pieces, I find. They're not confident in their own memory and they find it really quite challenging, but at the same time that makes it really useful for them. So those are great ones to explore with your adult students as well. The next option is called the Philip Keverin series, and in particular I wanted to mention the easy piano level of that, despite its name. <laughs> I hate it when they call things easy piano. Do you hate that too? I absolutely hate it because it, especially for adult students, it sounds like it's beginner piano and it's not. It never is. Easy piano normally means several years into study, which is deceptive and confusing and kind of belittling for adults. Despite that, those these are great books. So I'd be using them with an adult student who, I mean, if they started as a beginner, they'd be probably a couple of years into study. We're looking at a late beginner to grade one level to be able to really move through these pieces quickly enough. There are all sorts of collections. I've linked to the Pop Ballads collection in the post, but there's tons of different options. You can absolutely choose based on your adult students' preferences and what they want to learn and what they've told you about the music that they're into. All of these pieces are really playable and sound full and have interesting different patterns in them. 
The piano solo level, by the way, is also fantastic if you have adult students who are a little bit further along. The last one I wanted to mention was fmsheetmusic.com. This is great for your adult students who have specific songs that they would like to learn. fmsheetmusic.com is the arrangement of the wonderful Jennifer Eklund. So this is where she puts together all of her arrangements of pop music that would be under copyright that she does through Music Notes or I forget the other site that it's through, but it's through their copyright program so that she can license it. And she compiles them all on FM Sheet Music anyway so that you can browse through them there. And that's always my first stop when any student asks me about learning a pop song or a popular song because I know the arrangement will be playable, it will sound true to the piece, and it will sound pianistic. It's going to sound genuine and feel comfortable. Jennifer just knows what she's doing when it comes to arranging things. She's also the composer behind the Piano Pronto series and behind Piano Pronto's site, which obviously publishes many more things besides now. But these arrangements by her are just wonderful. So that would be my first stop whenever anyone wants to learn something very specific. Again, I have a YouTube video that goes into more detail about that site and what's on it. So that will be in the accompanying post on the Colorful Keys blog. Now it's over to you. I would love to hear your favourite books for amateur adults. I'm always looking for new things and I know all of our readers and listeners are too. So make sure to let me know. You can post it in the comments on the Colourful Keys blog where this podcast is hosted as well. Or you can just find me on social media, find me on Instagram or Facebook, join our Facebook group and let me know what your favourite collections are. Share them with us. We want to shout about our favourite composers and arrangers because they're doing such wonderful work and their work deserves to be found by more people. So share your favourite wherever suits you and I will catch you back here next week. Bye for now. Vibrant Music Teaching membership costs less than the price of one lesson each month. That is totally worth it for all of the courses, games, resources, downloadables, printables that you can get access to as a member, as well as a fabulous community support you'll find inside. Go to vmt.ninja and become part of the revolution.